What's going on, boys and girls? We have a terrific episode of Two White Lights for you today. Steve DeNovi and I broke down which powerlifters would make the best Olympians. Now, this is not an episode on whether or not powerlifting should be an Olympic sport. I think you guys listen to Two White Lights. You know that we vehemently oppose powerlifting being in the, the Olympics, but we had fun with this idea. Steve DeNovi thought it would be great to pick out a bunch of different Olympic events, 13 to be exact and decide which powerlifters would excel at those Olympic events. Uh, a lot of lifters rest, reached out to us on what sports they played in the past, and we just had a lot of fun with this episode. It was really fun talking about powerlifters, what skill set they would bring to a specific Olympic event. It was just a real fun, entertaining episode, a classic Two White Lights episode that will take you into the weekend. We had a lot of fun recording it. You're going to have a lot of fun listening to it. So awesome, awesome time doing this. But before we get into this episode, i got to talk to you guys about Leflar Bros. Ladies and gentlemen, go to leflarbros.com, follow them on Instagram, and see the merchandise and the drops that they have. They are a company, an apparel company, that continuously comes out with new, fresh designs that's going to make you look good in the gym, outside the gym, and on the platform. They are a triple threat, and they do a fantastic job. I know they're dropping socks very, very soon. I've gotten a lot of compliments on my colorful socks, and those socks are just fantastic. They look beautiful, and I'm not really a sock guy, but I'm a sock guy now after Left Fly Bros, but they also have so many different designs with their t-shirts, with with the with the platform tees, the comp tees that they have. Leflar Bros is the best apparel company in powerlifting, and I am not exaggerating that. Use promo code 2WL15 to save yourself some money on Leflar Bros merchandise. Also, they have two white lights merchandise as well, exclusively sold on LeflarBros.com, and use that prom- same promo code 2WL15 to save yourself some money on all the great Leflar Bros merchandise and all the great two white lights merchandise as well. And you know what? Those designs are designed by Leflar Bros Merchandise for Two White Lights. So the specific designs that we have for our t-shirts is all thanks to Leflar Bros. And that's why they're a fantastic company. Also, they're a sponsor of the Texas Summer Open that is coming up very, very soon. And those tees look amazing. I love, love, love what they've done with that tee. So uh, make sure you guys are getting on the drop for that. Also, go to rivalnutrition.net and get yourself some informed choice supplements. A lot of you guys are USAPL listeners, so those drug tests, those supplements, you want to make sure you have no banned substances in those supplements, and Rival Nutrition got you covered on that. From pre-workout to protein powders, they got you covered with informed choice supplements. Remember that promo code ANGELO20 to save yourself some money at checkout. That is ANGELO20. Also, go to lift.net and get yourself some Stoic Gear. Stoic Gear has the best powerlifting equipment. I have seen so many more people get Stoic Gear, and you don't see people just wear gear because the name is attached to it. The quality is excellent with Stoic Gear. So the knee sleeves, the singlet, the wrist straps are all high quality and it's affordable as well. Use promo code ANGELO10 and you will save yourself some money on their already affordable equipment. So I love Stoic Gear. I wear in the gym, on the platform, and the reason why, because the quality is fantastic. So make sure you're going to lift.net to get yourself some Stoic Gear. Also, make sure you are going to NotoriousLift.com, follow on Instagram, and get yourself the Notorious 
lift no slip drip slippers the deadlift slippers are the best and they look incredible they they are releasing more colorways and more designs than ever you got to be on the lookout for those drops because those drops sell out so quick they have fantastic fantastic ideas coming forward I'm very, very excited to see the future of Notorious Lift. Use promo code ANG, that's A-N-G-15, to save yourself some money. We have a promo code, finally, for Notorious Lift, and you will save yourself some money getting yourself the best deadlift slippers in the sport right now. Remember, great for performance, but they look even better when you're in the gym and on the platform, and that's huge, that's important. Notorious Lift, no slip drippers, no slip, no slip drip slippers make sure you get those also make sure you are subscribing to two white lights on spotify apple Podcasts, and on our website as well and make sure you are leaving a five-star rating and a review for us on apple Podcasts. those are very very important to two white lights i thank you for everyone I, a big big shout out to everyone who has done that it means a lot to us and it's fantastic to see so make sure you're doing that and without further ado here it is two white Lights. Thursday, June twenty second, and I am joined by Steve Denovi. How are you, man? Hello, I'm doing good. Have you been uh, now? Actually, since we're airing this episode, I think like the Olympics started at like two a.m. Uh, this morning. So, like, <laughs> have you been have you been watching the Olympics? Because we got a pretty solid show topic that uh, relates to the Olympics. I found out this morning that the Olympics started as well as I was turning on uh, Get Up to see the recap of the game last night with the Bucks versus uh, the Suns. They were talking about the Olympics. I was like, I had no idea that started. I heard nothing of an opening ceremony. I heard nothing of it. I just heard that uh, the women's soccer team lost after like a 45-game winning streak. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly how I found out too. I was on my phone this morning and I saw the American women's soccer team lost. I'm like, what did they lose? And then I looked like, oh shit, the Olympics are on. And uh, we had this we had this show topic in the back burner for a little bit since the Olympics was approaching. And usually, I mean, powerlifting and the Olympics are intertwined, right? Like, there's always topics on whether or not it should be an Olympic sport. I think Two White Lights is pretty clear that it should not be an Olympic sport. But uh, in order to like make this comparison and uh, do this justice. The idea coming from you is finding the elite level elite level powerlifters who can make like our two white lights ultimate Olympic team. Yeah, we're we're trying to cover as many sports and the main one. People listening to this side, we put on our story, so we had a lot of people respond. It was really cool to see all the responses. It'd be kind of cool to collect everything and kind of get an idea of like percentage of people come from. Um, but we were really just kind of looking at the elite level people because we want to make it. I mean, we're trying to take like the, the people that everyone knows that are like elite level power lifters that came from athletic background and let, let's build our team. We've got gymnastics, swimming, sprinting, wrestling, long jump, javelin, 
boxing, volleyball. We, we, I think we got 13 different sports we're going to try and pull our Olympic team from the responses that we got and from some other ones that we just I, we kind of knew already that these people had done these sports just from, from knowing from other mediums or doing a little Google search finding some bios that I was able to kind of pull some stuff up, but yeah, we've got a little, we got a little, uh, uh, a build here of our Olympic team of what we're going to show up and, and see if, uh, power lifters can represent. Yeah. Uh, I saw that. Um, I saw the people responding to all three of us, the two white lights page, my page, your page. Uh, I mean, I, I would assume that most people have an athletic background going into powerlifting. I think that's how they got into weightlifting and fitness is just through the athletics. Uh, I know that was the case for me. But, yeah, you could see some interesting trends, too, with some of the lifters uh, when what competitive sport they played and what is the common one. I think with the women's side, it's a little bit more uh, diverse. They have a lot more sports that they, you know, got into uh, growing up. Men seem to be, like, a pretty common amount of sports that they would play. And the sport that most of us seem to have played in our lives is not an Olympic sport. And that's football. Yeah. I mean, we probably could pick out the who's who of powerlifting on the men's side. And they probably all played football. That's partially because I'm from Texas. Also partially because of, of all the sports, I think football is probably the most mandatory to lift. Like mm-hmm. all the other sports we're going to talk about, you're going to find some people that, that can get away well, other than weightlifting. We're going to talk about weightlifting. You obviously have to lift there. Um, Football is the most intertwined when it comes to actually being strong and getting jacked and lifting a lot of weights. So it tends to, to bias towards that. We obviously have a ton of football players. Uh, we might pick some of them and try and see what other sports that uh, I actually wondered about posing the question of like, okay, all of you played football in football because it was mandatory to do so in Texas and you didn't have a choice. What sport do you think you would have excelled at? That would have actually been an interesting question. Dowry, Chance Mitchell, Russell Orgy, Derek Acuna, Grant Iverson. I'm sure you've got a laundry list too. Yeah. Um, you play played football gauge played football i mean you keep going through like what i'll ask you what sport do you think you would have played and been good at if you didn't play football wrestling wrestling was probably the only sport where my like build did you wrestle no no it's because i was uh too focused on baseball and also wrestling is just not a sport that uh that like you really want to play in high school like you're not like because you just know you hear the only thing about wrestling you would hear at certain high schools, especially mine, because I went to, like, a fucking absolute jock type of high school, is how terrible wrestling was. Like, oh, yeah, like, the older guys kick your ass, and then the coaches uh, yell at you, and they make you condition for, like, seven hours, and then they, uh, they you know, you get home at 9 o'clock, and you're not allowed to eat, and I was like... Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to like that sport, man. And uh, I I remember my junior year, my high school coaches tried to get me to wrestle. I'm like, no, I think it's too late for me to, to get into wrestling. But, yeah, football football and baseball replace wrestling for me. Wrestling's kind of like I would call the male version of gymnastics for women, which is it, like, kinda, it has negative connotations because it tends to lead to a lot of issues. Like I, I mean, if, you, if there's a sport that I'd argue probably has more eating disorders on the men's side, it's it's – 16-year-olds already starving themselves to try and stay in a weight class in wrestling. So I can kind of get the the non-appeal of that and I just about it getting jacked and strong. And obviously, if you're going to be a jock, you want to be the star of the football team. That gets the most attention. But yeah, so we have a lot of football players. Maybe we'll, we'll put them, but football is not a part of the Olympics, nor will ever be, because I don't think anyone outside the U.S. cares about football or plays football. Nope. Um, so... Uh, 
unless we're talking about uh, football, um, soccer, as we call it in the Americas. But uh, I say we get into it then. We've got it listed out here. I think we've got 13 different sports we can kind of run through. We've got at least one to three lifters for one to four lifters for each one that, that told us they competed. And we can kind of talk about them a little bit as well as maybe uh, go back and forth if we've got any el- any other people we know of that we think probably would have excelled at those sports if they kind of there. So, yeah. Yeah, we're going to go with confirmed first or something like that. And then, uh, like, yeah, just us throwing in who we think would be good at the sport. So um, it might be a hit or miss on that. It's just completely my assumption on these things and Steve's assumptions on these things. So, all right, let's start with gymnastics. Honestly, from I, I didn't hear from Marissa herself, but uh, I figured she had done gymnastics. I think we all know about kind of her, her prowess. She was on the Ellen show for them and whipped it up. I think it was on one like the Juggernaut bio. It looks like she did gymnastics until about 17 years old um, and then decided to start switching gears and get more into I think she did bodybuilding and then eventually worked into powerlifting. Um, but obviously, she fits into the gymnastics. I mean, gymnastics, one of the biggest things there is it tends to be shorter, lightweight people who can be very body weight strong in the sense of calisthenics like a, a, a 300 pounds super heavyweights probably not going to be a gymnast I, i'm just gonna i'm just gonna guess that i'm gonna guess jesus has never done a double black flip on it would be sweet to see if dan bell uh was a gymnast i would pay i would pay money to see it but uh i think your assumption is right in that sense um it would primarily have to be with them the females and yeah marissa inda like i mean you could just i, I I'm pretty sure it's confirmed that he's a gymnast, but it's clear, like, she would be good at it if she wasn't. Uh, she would be, you know, um, especially at a younger age. What she does that's in the gym in general, like, that's actually how I found out about Marissa Inda. I wasn't even into powerlifting. Uh, my friend, when I was, like, 19 years old at the gym, a female uh, bodybuilder showed me, like, her. She, like, sent it to me on Facebook, and I was like, holy shit, that's really cool. Then come up uh, two years later when I started getting into powerlifting, like, oh, she does powerlifting. Uh, that's her That's her strong suit. Uh, so, it, like, Marissa Inda wasn't introduced to me until, uh, like, two or three years later after the initial time, and that's because of her, you know, what was that, bo- what was that called? Bodily kinesthetics or something? Is that the is that the kinesthetics? Uh, calisthenics. Yeah, canis- Yeah, that that's no that's calisthenics. Calisthenics. Yeah, that's what I saw from her first. So, um, yeah, clear there. Weight class would work. And the other person that we have on here, which I think would be a person who would uh, assume would be good at gymnastics, is Mariana Gasparin. Yeah, I mean, she just has the build. I mean, she's like, I, she's obviously. She is extremely unbelievably strong pound for pound. She just looks like she'd be a gymnast. I mean, she has the build of like a Simone Biles or something. So I don't know if Mariana has any gymnastics background. I would not be surprised if I did. She just looks like she'd be good at gymnastics. And I'll throw out one more. Honestly, he probably has no gymnastics background whatsoever, but the dude is amazing at his weighted dips and weighted pull-ups. And that's Sir Craftsmanship himself, Marcellus Williams. I, I don't know. I could just I could see him throwing down on some uh, gymnastics on a on a a, a balance beam and doing some backflips and doing the the rings, uh-huh. especially the rings. The dude, the dude can do some weighted pull ups. Well, uh, you know what? Uh, actually, when he's on the show, he mentioned that he was really into that uh, when he started getting into fitness. So that yeah, that makes sense. You know what? The other thing is a lot of. So there is a lot of females who have the body type in powerlifting who could have been gymnasts. Um, that's like the, you know, 
five five foot range, big quads, uh, you know, big shoulders. Um, they would fit the, the 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 build, but also in powerlifting, where powerlifters would have a certain build for certain sports or wouldn't have a build for certain sports, like basketball. Like, there's no male powerlifter I would see like, oh, he's gonna be a great basketball player. Almost everyone from like '83 down has a really good build for being a gymnast. Like, I could throw a lot of male powerlifters out there and be like, yeah, he could probably be a really, really good gymnast because that's the build for it. Um, I thought of Charles, I, I thought of Charles Ocpoco too. Mm-hmm. Charles Ocpoco looks like he could have been a gymnast. Perfect, yeah, perfect. I mean, when I was growing up, that's what people would add. I mean, because, uh, like, I was always a short human being. I was never once tall in my life. And they would assume I was either a gymnast or a wrestler based on my build and makes sense. Five, six stocky, you know, relatively built, but that's, that's not gym. Gymnast is not the, uh, gymnastics is not the sport typically that American men get pushed into, even though I think they have more of a presence in in gym, uh, gymnastics than they do with Olympic weightlifting, which is odd to me, but I, I w- I'm very surprised about that, but that seems to be the trend. I do know more people growing up in gym uh, gymnastics than weightlifting. Yeah, but the but the clear one we have is Mercinda. I think we could we had so we can move on to our next one. Or do you have any closing thoughts on our gymnasts? No, I think I'm good there. All right, sweet. So we got swimming. For our next one, which, again, in powerlifting, swimmers are tech- typically the taller variety. Uh, they all t- t- uh, tend to have the same bo- uh, body build. Um, so I would assume more females would be swimmers, not exactly males. Yeah, I was surprised. I mean, I was surprised there was very many swimmers to begin with because that just doesn't tend to be – I mean, swimming – they usually don't resist training. Even though they're pretty built, most swimmers just kind of get their build from swimming itself. So it's not usually something where they have a, a strong weightlifting background. Um, so I, I wasn't thinking we were going to get a ton of swimmers. It's usually swimmers are more long arm, long leg, and lanky. So, But we had a couple, and then we threw one, another one in there. It's probably the most famous swimmer. Um, Jordan Antone and Celine Crum have a swimming background. Mm-hmm. And then the one who's probably the most famous Hylia Hall, the strong man, which is kind of an, I, I don't know where that comes from. That's kind of, it's always been kind of an odd thing that he came from a swimming background, but Eddie Hall coming from the swimming background. Yeah. I didn't know that. I actually forgot about it. I think it was once bought to me that Eddie Hall was a swimmer. And then, uh, somebody in the, in the Q and a, uh, typed out Eddie Hall and I was like, Oh yeah. And he was actually very, very good at it too. Um, yeah, for, for swimming, it's it's uh, it's. I mean, when you look at like Michael Phelps, he's such an odd, like oddly shaped person. Where the only sport I think he would excel in would be swimming, and I think that's the case for like a lot of swimmers. They would be like that's the sport. Uh, that's the reason why they all look the same. A person who I think, for whatever reason, has nothing to do with what they do on the platform. It's just simply how they look. Is Gage Carrion. Gage Carrion has a awkward body where I think he could be a good swimmer, and I don't know why I think that. 
I just think it. I, I, I'll, I'll go with it then. I don't necessarily see it, nor can I really think. I mean, swimming's like I said, it's just kind of an awkward body type that excels in swimming, and I don't, I don't know. I, I can't think of anyone. I guess long arms. I'll go Kaylor Wollum. Kaylor Wollum's my swimmer. Okay. Those arms have to do something. <laughs> All right. That makes um, yeah. That that would go. I mean, I maybe maybe um, every deadlift specialist could be a good swimmer, right? Like the ultimate deadlift specialist could also be good swimmers because of their uh, their long arms. So. Yes, but the weird thing about swimming because I, I watched the whole feature on Michael Phelps. You want long arms, long torso, and kind of short legs. I don't I don't know why that is, but like if you look at if you look at. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can. Uh, I'll go Kaylor Wong because we'll at least cover the long arms thing. I don't think we're finding someone with short, stubby legs, long torso, and that that I, I don't. I can't think of anyone in powerlifting that satisfies that. Yeah, maybe Eddie Cohen. <laughs> maybe, you know, Eddie, yeah, yeah, not, not bad. Us, not not bad. I guess. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, that's not that's not a terrible one. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, you, you're right. I think swimming and basketball would be the two hardest things to find a male. Who would be good at it, and really even with like female, because that's like just a sport I don't know how. I can't look at someone and be like, oh, they'll be an excellent swimmer. Like it's it's uh, swimming's that sport where it's a fine line between being competitive and also learning how to do it so you don't die. So I like that. That's just a, that, that could be one of those bizarre sports for me. All right, well, swimming looks like we have a few there. I think Eddie Hall is the uh, the poster. The poster for swimming because he was world class at it. So, uh, also, all right, next one, a hundred meter sprint. Now, this one I think we can get a lot of powerlifters for because this is like track and field is the best sport to like kind of gauge the most explosive athletes and to just the overall athleticism from people. Yeah, outside of football, the sprint aspect of track and field, or you can even say we're going to get to the, the discus and javelin and throws. Track and field definitely seems to have a lot of people that come from it. I, I, I would go one, it tends to bias towards people that have similar builds, but two, um, those short sprints and then also like the throwing definitely biases towards uh, people weightlifting. They tend to have a, a lifting background um, and it tends to carry over. Um, the, I think the, the most well-known one, because um, I believe he was their level, was Kevin Oak. Um, Kevin Oak was a hundred meter spinner. Um, uh, and then some other ones I knew about Sam Calhoun was being a sprinter as well. I think two that we learned of was Brittany Suplicki and Mark Udu. Um, they were, there was even more too. I, I don't even think I put all of them on here because we, we couldn't yeah, cover it, every single it, person that was a hundred meter sprinter. Yeah. I don't know. They didn't get, they didn't get too specific with like what yeah. event they did, but Aiden Raider, he was a track and field athlete. Um, there's just a lot of them. There's a lot of people who would be track and field athletes, uh, because that's, I mean, that that is also a sport that will yield powerlifting or weightlifting. Um, when I was in high school, track and field guys, they were always in the weight room. They worked out with the football players. Um, and that was like the only other sport that worked out with the football players was the track and field guys. Uh, who also didn't do football on top of that. So, yeah, there's there's a ton of people like that I could put on there, like as far as people who I think would be good at it. Like when you look at their their build and the, you know maybe the athleticism they have, like they would be probably good at it. David Sheldon would be one for me. I think David Sheldon's like one of the most athletically built 
83s for sure, but also like a within the USAPL. I look at him like he screams great athlete. Yeah, because he's also very oddly sized. They'll talk about this. He's oddly sized to be an 83 kilo lifter. He, he gets mistaken from anywhere between a 74 kilo lift at any given time based off of his size and height. Um, but uh, I had a couple. One, if you, have you ever seen Greg? You've seen Gregory Johnson in person. Yeah. Correct? Yes. Yeah. That dude is jacked and shredded, long, long arm, deadlift specialist. I actually say deadlift specialist. Deadlift is what he's known for. That guy looks like like a Tyson Gay or a uh, or a, a Michael Johnson. I would say Usain Bolt look like every other because he's just longer and lanky. But Gregory Johnson looks like, I don't know if he's ran track before, but he, he was the meter just based off of his general build. Yeah, I would say him... David Sheldon and Marcus Sadudu are like the most athletically well put together people in powerlifting. And I'm going to separate it where Marcus Sadudu and uh, and Gregory Johnson are just like the most jacked. They're, they're like the most jacked powerlifters I've seen. They are so unbelievably put together. And uh, I, I would throw Ashton Ruska and Russ Orhe on top of that too. And Michael C., on top of just like just being jacked just in general. But yeah, they like kind of set because I I think when I saw both of those guys in person, you know, you know, uh, in powerlifting where a lot of people are like uh, they look smaller when you see them in real life. Those are the only two who looked bigger in real life. Like when I saw them in person, I'm like, holy shit, they are even more jacked than I thought. And Charlie Dixon. I gotta throw him in there. Charlie Dixon was bigger than I. He was somehow bigger in person than he looked on Instagram, which is very hard to do. Same thing with Marcus, and same thing with Gregory. Charlie, my wife, was not happy. She she kept catching me checking him out. She thought I was looking at some female, but no, I was checking out Charlie Dixon. I think a um, lot of guys. I'm gonna have go done female that. sprinter. I'm gonna go. I mean, the person who. I think a lot of guys have been. Guilty I mean, of, I have no shame in saying it. Yeah. I think most guys don't. I mean, Charlie. <laughs> so he he is. The, chad of powerlifting like i mean he is he, he we should rename was charlie dixon yeah um female side sprinter i'm gonna go jessica butner very good i, I don't have any idea if she's ever ran trackers by any means but she looks i mean she obviously is one of the most uh physically built women in powerlifting i mean mm-hmm. she she very much um I don't know where, where, where to put it. Um, she loves that fact. Like she goes for the fact that she likes in the fact that she is, is very built. Um, and she- yeah. Well, it's good to get an international one in there too. Uh, team Canada uh, thrown in there. And yeah, I would agree with you. I would say with Marcus being my guy, who's like the most well put together, like human being in powerlifting when it comes to just being muscular, Jessica Butner is definitely that for females. Uh She's what probably I mean she's bigger than me. She's she is bigger than me. She's more jacked, she's more shredded and she weighs more too. With probably being the same height, she's probably like 5'7". That's it's hard it's hard to do if you're if you're a male and she's done that female uh so yeah, I think definitely a really good addition for the track and field aspect of it. All right. Well, we can move on from the 100 meter sprint to another track and field event, the long jump, which there's only one confirmed, but I think that we can throw some other lifters in there who would be good at the long jump. 
We can, but I'd say long jump, long jump and high jump are tough. Like if you look at the long jumpers and high jumpers, they're like six foot seven sticks. Yeah, that's a good point. Typical long jumper and high jumper in the Olympics, like that is not a powerlifting build. So we're probably not going to have too many people there. The only confirmed one we have is Andre. If for those who don't know, Andre, he's the because he's not he's not on Instagram too much. Um, he's the one that had that awesome battle, with Brandon Petrie. Um, at the Carolina primetime, but Andre Easter did long jump. Outside of that, I had trouble on this one. I, I, Dana McNeil, I feel like she looks yeah. like or would be a, t- a very prototypical long jumper. And I don't know, again, don't know if she was. I would pick her out as someone that probably would fit into the mold of a long jumper and high jumper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I would agree with you on that one. Actually, you know what? I'm going to actually search through my. Uh... I think Dana might have responded. Uh, she did track and field in the past too. So which I actually might throw her in my 100 meter sprint as well. Like a person who is very good built for pretty much every single, uh, you know, aspect of fitness and sport would, would be her in there too. I actually got to check if that's uh, confirmed I'll, as I'm scrolling, I'll talk, but so that would be a good one. I have another one in there, which I don't know. I think this person has a track and field background. Uh, the legendary Mason Cabney. Mason Cabney, I remember his videos. He did like these, He you would like just post videos of him doing uh, like static jumps and broad jumps over like some, some uh, I, I don't know what they're exactly called. Those, uh, where you could do, where you do, where you could do just, I, it was kind of over a box jump thing. And he was clearing those things easily just off a static mm-hmm. jump. Um, and based on his lifting, based on his physique, obviously a very athletic human being. But I think long jump, high jump, you can throw him in there. I've got one that, and actually, as you're talking about, Garrett Fear. Yeah. Garrett Fear. like a 60-inch box jump before. Yeah. I like, dude, high energy. Well, yeah. Be a long jumper. Well, well, yeah, and also the conversations with him, that's actually a good point because he was, oh, he would tell me. He was always good at the sports, like or good at the aspects of sports, but never the sport itself. Like he was always a fast runner. He was always a very he always could jump high. He can do certain things. He just couldn't play the literal sport that he was supposed to be good at, like basketball. He wasn't good at basketball, but he could jump high and he could run fast. Same thing with football. <laughs> couldn't play the sport of football, but he can do that. So yeah, that that's like. That, that's a great one because he's actually tall. He's a regular tall person. He's not powerlifting tall. He's, you know, if you see him, you're like, oh, he's a tall guy. He's 6'1". Tall, he's a tall person. In powerlifting, he's a giant. He might as well be Shaquille O'Neal. But uh, in powerlifting or in, in actual just regular society, he would be a tall guy. I'll throw – I'm an elite low powerlifter. I'll, I'll put myself in there. I did triple jump in middle school. Does that count for anything? Triple jump. That one was always. I always would love seeing that. Like I like how they they separated the two. Like triple jump, but then long jump. Uh, yeah, I'll throw you in there. I'll throw. Oh, well, we don't have a triple jump guy or girl. Might as well just be you, right? Yeah, I'll be. I'll be the triple jumper. All right, fantastic. Man, I'm still looking through all these things. There's so many. Also, guys, for for the Q and A, thank you for telling me you didn't do anything. That was that was really valuable to the data that you didn't play sports growing up. That's 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 fantastic. Thank you. 
All right. Well, that's our long jump. Now we got the one that I think we could get pretty much every single person in powerlifting that could be good at it, and that's weightlifting. But with weight, so with weightlifting, and we'll have a couple people we can kind of point out. Weightlifting tends to bias towards wanting short legs and short arms, a yeah. longer torso, short leg, short arms. Um, which the the one person that is well known within powerlifting that's also a great weightlifter fits perfectly into that. Megan Scanlon. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has the prototypical weightlift build. Um, you could even, ar- I mean, obviously she is a very well accomplished powerlifter. I think you could almost argue that if she had dedicated um, from the beginning weightlifting, world class weightlifter at this point too. Um, but weightlifting, obviously, it tends to need a longer period of time to get good at. It's not like powerlifting where you can start lifting in two years and somehow be a, a top level junior. Weightlifting a lot more time to kind of get there. But yeah, Megan Scanlon, uh, guy I coach. I mean, he's he's won. A, I think he's got a top fifteen total all time at one eighty one. Is Matt Shinone. Um He actually came from a weightlifting background prior, and if you ever see Matt, um, he still high bar squats to this day. He squatted seven hundred high bar. Um, at 181, um, and that comes from his weightlifting background. I'll tell you the person for sure that comes to mind that would make, I feel like, make a great weightlifter. Uh, Maria. Who is that? Maria T from Canada. Yes. The gate in at 2019 Worlds. Yes. Yeah. I would agree with you on that one for sure. And on the guy side, I would actually say myself. Guy Connor Borker. Connor Borker. I would, I would, I would, yeah. uh, I would take myself on that one. I think I would be a good weightlifter. I actually, yeah. And weightlift? I, huh? Do Italians weightlift? I don't know if it's, Italians aren't known for weightlifting though. I don't know if it's in our genetics. I don't know. Kinda. They have, they're more into, I uh, know. Actually, I'm not even going to say that because Italy's actually kind of on the come up for powerlifting. Um, but they have, they have a presence at the Olympics, the Italians. Um, yeah, I would say that they do. I mean, like, like you said, short arms, stocky build, bigger legs, like that's kind of what you need for weightlifting. And I just, and I'm only saying this because for myself, I'm only saying this because in high school we did power cleans and my coach said I had the best technique he's seen in his entire coaching career. And I still hold that to this day that I'm, I could be a, competitive olympic weightlifter just based on that compliment alone so i'm just gonna ride with that until i die the trophies the trophies behind you that you got which was best technique in your football program for power cleans pretty much yeah it was such an ego stroke too right next to your bronze medal <laughs> it was it was it was such an ego stroke too because my coach was like he would always use me as the example. He would make me show the younger kids how to do a power clean. And yeah, it was, I mean, I couldn't, I like never even attempted to put the weight over my head because that wasn't like what we would do. We would max out on power clean. But yeah, and I think Garrett once said that he was asked a question, who would be the best Olympic weightlifter in powerlifting? And he just said me. He's like, uh, Angelo. And that was, he, he provided zero explanation for it. So uh, yeah, I think... That would be another sport that I would have played if I didn't play football. Wrestling and weightlifting. I just think it's badass. I'll throw one more in there just because one more person, just because he'd be the GOAT at anything, is Taylor Atwood. I feel like he'd just go pick up weightlifting and win there. Yeah. Very, very good one. Actually, he could throw you could throw Taylor Atwood track and field too, and a lot of other sports. 
um, and he would probably be one of the best guys like doing it. Uh, weightlifting would probably be his best build. Um, and also, obviously, when we're talking about football players, like the football players on this list, uh, he would be uh, – he, he, he was arguably the most successful. Then I think he played in the Canadian League for a little bit. But, I mean, might as well throw Russ or he in there, right? He's got fairly long arms, though. I don't I, – I, Okay. Long arms can really cause a struggle for Olympic weightlifting. You okay. tend to find really short – because that, that, you talk about distance traveled, long arms is where – uh, it's a lot more distance just like on a bench press and whatnot. I mean, you could. I think Russ could probably be good at it, but um, I, I don't know if he is the first one that comes to mind there. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, for weightlifting, I might as well throw her in here too because we're about. I think we might we might talk about her at great lengths uh, soon. Uh, Christina Lazzo. Like Christina Lazzo does Olympic weightlifting, and like he has a good build for it. Well, yeah, actually, that. Well, we can literally. She actually is. Con- She's confirmed, so we might as well just put her on the confirmed list because she now she didn't have a background in it. She now is doing it, yeah. I think. Uh, which is kind of the same deal for Megan Scanlon too. Megan Scanlon, I don't think weightlifted. She got into it after, or maybe coinciding with powerlifting. So yeah, Christina Lofton definitely can be on weightlifting spectrum as a confirmed weightlifter. Yeah, for sure. And we can just move on to the next one, which is uh, tennis. Which again, a lot of females that I've seen had it on there, but Christina Lotso uh played collegiate uh was collegiate tennis player christina lotso i'm gonna make my hot take now might be one of the best athletes in powerlifting yeah because she was she was also i put her on the tennis side because we needed a little bit of a spectrum here she also played softball and when we're going to get to it softball tends to probably have a little bit more carryover and what we see with uh in baseball and softball um tends to have a a little bit more of similar builds and what's going to transfer to powerlifting. Um, but obviously she was a collegiate tennis player. I believe she played softball in high school. Um, I mean, to be a tennis player, you have to be unbelievably athletic with that lateral kind of speed um, and agility. But that's also something like, I, I don't know if I can think of too many people. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, they'd probably be great tennis players because tennis definitely does not seem to usually carry over to powerlifting or have similar builds. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah, for sure. I don't know what tennis, I like a body for tennis. I don't even know. Like, I don't. I mean, Serena Williams is a super athlete, right? Like, she's just a super athlete. Like, mm-hmm. he, if you look at her builds, like, oh, she would be good at every sport she played because she is an absolute. Uh, she's a cat. She's fast. She can, you know, like, you look at her, great. Uh, Male side too. From my understanding, like all the, the the great male tennis players, they were very good at all the other sports too. Like tennis was the one they excelled at the most. Um, so it's like it's a strange like but for power like I just don't know if they'll be good at powerlifting. You know, like I can't even think on the male side who would be good uh, at tennis. I'm just gonna go Taylor Atwood again. <laughs> anyone anytime I have anytime I have questions, I'm just gonna go Taylor Atwood. Yeah, I could see that. I'm so just Taylor trying to Atwood think of. I'm player. just trying to think of a person who would look the best in uh in tennis gear. Who would look great in a uh, in a headband um, with like some shorts and some high socks? That I don't know. Like I can't really. It would have to be under ninety three kilos. 
That, but I am. I'm just. I'm just. Pull, I'm just pulling up open powerlifting. Uh, there's a female lifter from Russia, Anlina Kova. I'm just gonna go with that because that's a tennis name. Just put Ova at the end of any name, and that tends to be a really good tennis player. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's that. That's actually a pretty good. Uh, that's a pretty good way of looking at it, uh, for tennis at least. But. Yeah, that's that. That would be probably one of the more difficult ones to decide. I mean, ten even for females. Like I, I could throw, I could throw a lot of females on the list just based on their build and how athletic they they are. But uh, it's, it's um, yeah, it's uh, it's. I don't, I don't even know if the sport yields a certain like body type and specific skill set. I just don't know. We're we're just gonna rely, we're gonna rely heavily on Christina to carry our tennis team. Yeah, she, she's an all, all-star, our only tennis player, so she better she's she's gonna bring home the gold to carry her weight. Yeah, Christina, from my understanding, like played all the sports, and that's not common in powerlifting. Like she played all the sports. I don't think that I think she's even played basketball. Like I think I don't know if he uh, uh, commented on your uh, on your Q and A, but he did on mine, and it's like every single sport she played, and like powerlifting, that's not that's not too common. Um, like, uh, they, they usually find a specialty in something and yeah. And then also then like, if you throw in power and you a competitive bodybuilder, powerlifter, Olympic weightlifter, there's, there's a lot there that Christina does, but if we were having trouble with tennis, the next one might be a little bit harder trying to find our starting five in basketball in powerlifting would be difficult. Um, based on the Q and a responses, well, we, we more females, a lot more females played basketball growing up than males, which makes sense because male powerlifters are statistically very short. Female powerlifters are I'm not going to say statistically tall, but they're normal height for females. Male powerlifters are really fucking short for the most part. We do have one basketball player who played professional basketball. The only issue is I don't think he passed the Olympics. And that's Hathjord Bjornsson. He actually played professional basketball. Okay. And he has power lifted. Even though he's a strong man, he has power lifted. Now, we've got two other people. So we're, we're having to pull out of the hat because in the sense of elite level, there were, I don't think there was any elite level power lifters that played basketball. We've got Brian Shaw, bodybuilding side, who's a collegiate basketball player. But, like, one who actually power lifted and played professional basketball was Hathjord Bjornsson, which that, that's just kind of, I mean, in Brian Shaw, that's why it leads to strongman, is strongman rewards height, where powerlifting tends to punish height. Where, same thing with basketball. You're punished if you're short. You're rewarded for being tall. Tends to not carry over very well. So that's why we're having to pull over from the strongman side with Brian Shaw and Hathjord Bjornsson um, and just hope we could get some uh, Russian doping protocol um, to be able to pass some tests. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, we, yeah, we're going to need that, especially with our basketball team, because, I mean, the female side, like like I said, there's been a good amount of females who said that they play basketball. Uh, Kay Webb is one. Alicia Gardner is one. Jessica White is one. Uh, there is a decent amount of pretty good female powerlifters who played basketball in their lives, but now I'm trying to think, like, in the USAPL, a male who would be good at basketball. I bet 
This is another one. Now, actually, this would be funny. Like, remove the Olympics. I'm gonna go- remove the Olympics. Who would be best in a pickup game of basketball? Which is really, which is really like the only thing us normal sized people or even short people have is just playing pickup basketball. Like then that that becomes a little harder because one of course of course Taylor Atwood throw him on a pickup basketball team just do it he could do something he could he he will probably find you a way to win the game but like pickup bat that's another one like. David Sheldon, I think, would be my second pick if I was a team captain. If I had a pick, if I if we we're just playing outside of a gym, I'm, I'm going Russ. You're going Russ. Russ, very good collegiate basketball. I'm going Russ first pick. I'm just banking on the fact that I've seen how, how many game winners he's made in training with his his wrist wraps and random imaginary objects that he's like done fadeaway shots in the middle of training with. I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna hope up to the hype with best basketball prowess um i did witness him in person at corrupted strength missing the fuck out of a water ball a, a water bottle shot from like 17 feet away and he missed it pretty bad so i mean actually if we're just going off that i could throw a belt on a bar is that a good is, does that count as like something that would make me good at basketball Actually, I know for a fact I suck at basketball. I wouldn't pick myself on a pickup team. I don't even know why I'm bringing it up. I, I'm not good at basketball. I love playing basketball. I suck at it so bad. It's pretty much just a love for the game, uh, for pickup basketball on that. But we, we can go that. Taylor Atwood, David Sheldon, Russ Orhee. Um, Garrett Fear would probably be my, yeah, would probably be my other pick. Uh, and uh, I, the... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jason Mike, Mister Athletic over everything. Oh yeah, I trust the dudes. That- yeah, you would have to, right? You would have to trust he's athletic over everything. Yeah, and then on the on the women's on the women's side, just because she's gonna like a lot of these because she has the outlier build that's actually good at all these sports. Dana McNeil is my first pick on the women's side. Yeah, Jessica Butner would be probably my second. Uh, Christina Lotso would be probably my point guard. Uh, and then maybe the other, like, uh, 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 K, uh, K Webb, because he's actually played it. So that, that, that would help, uh, in that. And, uh, Jess White. So that would work as far as like a pickup team. You know, I act, I actually am drafting you and I'll tell you why you had that really good, like loss of balance and long fall. At 2019 Nationals, the deadlift, you could be our flopper. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's perfect for an you, Italian. You could take charges. Oh, that's perfect for an Italian, too. That's like, we, we you're excel. Gonna be, you're going to be the defensive defensive specialist who takes charges and flops. Yeah. Yeah, especially since you're Italian. Yeah, you're exactly. You're be amazing at it. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of like our, our strong suit there. So, yeah, I would I would uh, happily take that there. You know what's a person we haven't mentioned? Actually, I want to circle back to it. Does, does SSJ Bob have a track and field background? Because I felt like he did. I have no idea. He Let's would. He, I'll do my search. Yeah, I, I might have to ask him because I thought. When, when I'm at these track and field. When he did those crazy. Um, I'm yeah, popping up. When he did those crazy things, like when he would like squat and flip flops. And do the like only thing that I would that would scream is just athleticism. Right, like squatting and flip flops, doing those. Uh, what's that? What's that called? Where you pick up the squat from like a dead weight? 
and then kind of balance it on your back. I don't know exactly what that's called. Then Atlas squat. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I forget the name of it. Though. Yeah, he. he yeah, would, it's not Atlas. It's some weird foreign name. Yeah, he would do that shit, and that's like the. I'm like, okay, that's athleticism right there. So I think track field, anything that requires like. I take him for long. I, I can see him long jumping. Yeah. Actually, he be who I want for swimming. I think he actually has a swimming build. He does. Yeah, he is the only one I think with an actual build that yields swimming. But again, I am so lost when it comes. To, I don't think I've ever met a swimmer in my life. I don't think I've went to like unless they're a female swimmer. Like I don't think I've ever like met one. But all right, I think really just thinking about, it, I think like a pickup game of basketball. I I know who I'm not taking. And that's Ricky Cho because there's one video of him playing oh, basketball. Yeah, there's yeah. one play, video of him playing basketball <laughs> with Michael C. And he just the only shot we see is a fadeaway that like hit the side of the backboard. So yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take him there. Um, all right, actually, the one that was uh, we didn't think we'll talk about actually yielded a decent little conversation there. But uh, so. Next one, javelin discus throws. I think we should put shot put in here too. Just kind of like all the uh, the throwing. I just put. I, that's why I did throws. Yeah. Throws and throw encapsulate shot put because throw encapsulates all of them. That's why I just put throws at the end. But no one put that they did shot put, so that's why I just put throws. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's a. I don't know the names, but the guys who like the top. They, actually, is I think it's the person that won Candido's. Uh, rep challenge but then got called on death and they took it away he's like one of the top throwers in the world but most of those top throwers like if they went over to powerlifting they'd immediately be one of the best in the world yeah they they, they do incredible things but we had two people we had two people who have background in it and that's connor borkert and gabby martinez mm-hmm. yeah gabby martinez uh, connor did javelin and then gabby did this yeah, Gabby Martinez, again, like a person, if you just look at the build of a great athlete, probably excelled in a lot of things. Um, like ja- So javelin, I'm more lost in, because I don't know what takes a good javelin thrower. But discus and shot putters are just big-ass dudes, right? They're just the, the like the really big, strong guys who have a lot of explosive power. So really, for me... Uh, and I know uh, Jesus Oliveras had a very – he was a very good shot putter. I'm definitely throwing him in there. But if we're going to take one of these, like, football guys and throw him into, uh, like, a uh, track and field situation, um, I would definitely throw Derek Dowry in there. Derek Dowry, I don't know if he has a track and field background, but yeah. I could just see the guy being, like, the greatest shot putter ever. Yeah, I agree. Like, Dennis Cornelius, but Derek is probably the best one. I, I don't know De- – Dennis said he, I think he's done some, I'm like, he has a, he kind of dabbled in sports, but wasn't like crazy into anything. Derek, obviously, not only is massive and strong, he's obviously athletic because he played football for Penn State. So he obviously has the athleticism too. Wait, who? It kind of takes for those throws. So yeah, Derek is definitely my number one choice. Well, Derek played for Wisconsin, I thought. Didn't he play for Wisconsin? Penn State. What? I could have swore I saw him in a Wisconsin uniform. No. He's just cheating on Penn State. It's in his bio, four-year Penn State football letterman. Oh, wow. How did I miss that? Oh. 
Weird. I, I I thought he went to uh, I thought he went to Madison this entire time. But uh, okay, yeah, he yeah he is a fantastic. I'm going on the women's side. Female. Yeah, side. If I go on the women's side, I mean, you got to choose the strongest, strongest female power lifter in the USAPL with. Uh, am I gonna say it wrong? We Do got it. we got yelled at. Is it Monica Brown? Uh, Doing okay. No, it's uh, it's it's Bonica. Bonica. It's Bo. It's Bonica. Okay. Bonica. Bonica it's it's so the only it. way I remember it because I've been saying it wrong so long that now it sounds weird when I say it correctly. Just it spelled like Monica, but it's not pronounced like Monica. It's Bonica. But yeah, strongest in all the lifts. I would I would like with the, something with the a, the explosive power. I would throw her in there as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I don't know. Are javelin people like big, like buff? Like I don't know. Javelin's the one I'm confused on. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think as much like shot put and javelin or shot put and discus and hammer throw. Are dead or biased towards people who are very strong in jazz. Like those, like I said, those are the people that, that could probably come over to powerlifting and immediately be. I don't know about javelin. Obviously, Connor did javelin, but I, I don't think they tend. I, yeah, I don't know. I, cause I, I think let's YouTube best javelin throwers. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, I just I don't think I've seen a lot of shot like in high school. No, definitely not. They're definitely more like lean. They're definitely more long and lean. Okay, you know what? I'll throw. Uh, yeah, uh, I think Garrett would actually be a decent uh, javelin thrower. Then, if that's the case, uh, yeah, I just remember going to high school and not meeting a javelin thrower, but meeting like a ton of, uh, like shot. Like all of our linemen were shot putters and discus throwers. So, all right. Well, um, that's a pre- that's a pretty solid one there. Uh, all right, wrestling. Wrestling, I, th- I like. I would assume there's a lot of power lifters. A lot. Of, I'm not gonna even assume that. A lot of people said that they wrestled in the past. I think with as far as like with build goes and certain skill set, wrestling would be good. And also, if you're a wrestler in high school, your weight cut skill is probably like elite. Yeah, there's. That, I mean, I, I was actually surprised we didn't get more wrestlers because a lot of that carries over. Usually wrestlers are into weightlifting. They have had some experience with weight cutting. We didn't have a ton. Honestly, uh, I think most of them were people who were actually doing this like after powerlifting, like like a Chad Wesley Smith doing doing jiu-jitsu. Um, and all the all the, the, the stereotypical uh, powerlifting coach who doesn't compete anymore and is, does jiu-jitsu now. Like that's become like a meme. Yep. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, there was a couple. Um, Abby. Um, who is uh, a coach from the East Coast. He wrestled. Dennis Elias, he played football and did some grappling. Kurt Navarro did some wrestling. Um, I coach a guy, Alan Shoykit. Yeah. Uh, he's one of the top 105 juniors in the world. He comes from a Greco-Roman wrestling, I believe. Uh, um, but I was surprised. to. I, I think most of the people who probably would have been top-level wrestlers probably were doing football, is my guess. Yeah. For sure, um, I I would I would assume so as well. Uh, my friend Hussam, 
uh, at Surge. Uh, he's actually he's on the he's on the untested side of powerlifting, but he has a wrestling background. and He's damn good at it too. So we can throw him in there. Um, he uh, it, yeah he's and also he is an elite level powerlifter. Uh, only one competition under his belt, but very explosive. He po- he was uh, he posted a video on his story once too of him wrestling just after his competition and i'm like oh yeah he's a good wrestler you can tell how he manipulates some people's bodies like he's actually very good technically and just explosively so i would throw him in there i would just assume that dennis cornelius is like the greatest wrestler of all time he just looks like the best wrestler ever like i get to see it I closed my eyes. I can see yeah. him winning a little bit. That's why I, I figured he had a wrestling background. It sounds like he doesn't necessarily. But yeah, I would not want to wrestle Dennis Cornelius. He seems like that would be if that was something he dedicated himself to. Um, outside of that, you know, you know, as a person I mean, that we... on the men's side, you know who got Gavin Gavin Aiden? Yeah, very very good one. Um, he, he's kind of bull. Like when I think of wrestler, I think of like a bulldog, like a bulldog looking guy. Gavin's bulldog looking guy. You, you know, you know, as a person that we left off, In the sense of sh- a person we left off a lot, uh, like who actually would be great in all these sports is Deuce Gruden. Actually, yeah, I probably actually Deuce would be my number one pick for wrestling, and and possibly Olympic weightlifting sure. too. Like he has, he probably has some sort of background in that. Yeah, like, probably Olympic weightlifting. Yeah. Oh, and another person, because I guess we're now I'm just getting, like, off track with, like, com- for my pickup basketball team, I would definitely pick Grant Averson. Like, the only tall, oh. he's the only tall guy in powerlifting. <laughs> he has to play basketball. Like, we, we have to get him on. I know he has a basketball, he, he played basketball in the past, but he's the only legitimately tall guy in powerlifting. He's, like, 6'4", 6'5". Do they? Uh, touche on that. I agree. Also, for female, do they have female wrestling teams in the Olympics? I know they do in like high schools, but in the Olympics, I don't, see, I don't, I don't know. Play. I can't women's sling Olympics. That's another one I can't really. Yeah, they do. They have women's wrestling. I can't. I mean, yeah, I, I, I maybe it's ignorant. I, I can't. I, high school didn't have. Well, I, yeah, it's not. School, it's not common. It's, it's, it's a fe- not a common. Female thing. wanted to keep on the men's side well there wasn't there wasn't a distinct women's wrestling it was women had to compete with the men which i remember there was always some weird controversy there mm-hmm. uh in respect of how that kind of played out um but yeah i don't think they separated that which was always kind of the issue of kind of giving women kind of the uh the outlet to be able to get into wrestling if they wanted to so maybe other countries is more popular but i don't i don't think it's very popular in the u.s yeah yeah, so I was thinking of two, and I get I again. It's one of those things where I would assume every like every single female powerlifter would probably be really good at wrestling, just based on their build. Like they would be wrestling. Wrestling is also another sport that doesn't discriminate a whole ton against size, because even if you're tall and lanky, you could be a really good wrestler. It's it's something that's not uh, not like you have to be short and stocky. It's something where you can be a tall, lanky guy and actually be a really good wrestler. Like it, it's that's it's, that's a great part about that sport. It's just um, they uh, it doesn't really discriminate against a whole lot of people. Well, that is our wrestling team. There was a lot of them to choose from there. All right, on to baseball sla- or slash softball. 
So a lot of powerlifters played baseball in their four. That was that was a really high one was baseball. Um, a lot of a lot of powerlifters played ba- baseball into their into like either collegiately or high school. Um, I'm trying to think, would Noriega be like the the person who played at the highest level? That's also elite. Uh, he because I can't remember. I don't think he played at the collegiate level. I think that's why he went to MIT. Is he decided to drop? Base. He could have played collegiately. He had offers, lead, but I think he he chose academics over collegiate. Um, Nerd. But he's probably. I would say if there's someone that kind of sticks out as like the the poster child of baseball powerlifting, it's probably Sean. But we had a ton. I think what kind of happens there is baseball's the the spring sport to what a lot of people do in the fall with football. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why that kind of matches up a lot of times. Yeah. So, but I mean, we had Michael Cole and DiPietro, Sean Noriega, Autumn Green, Kay Webb, Tina Lazzo. I uh, think there were some other ones too. I think another I think one mentioned to me, Kristen Dunsmore played softball. Yeah. Uh, another one um, that I, that didn't do the Q and A, but I just remembered Gabriella Phelps, uh, uh, softball player as well, and actually a high school, uh, I believe a high school softball coach too. So. Um, like that's another I, I I believe I don't know for a fact, but I believe played at a pretty high level. And again, for females, like that's the sport that would yield you know uh, really good athletes um, or really good powerlifters would be softball. I mean, baseball too, for an extent. Another person that uh, uh, Nico Flores, uh, my understanding was a pretty good baseball player. I think he almost similar to Sean could have played collegiately, decided not to. I mean. Again, myself. And then we got you. Yeah, myself. I I played. Actually, yeah. I mean, I played in the most advanced years. Technically, I played men's league baseball up until I was like twenty five, and then actually, like COVID actually stopped that because I was playing. I was playing men's league baseball for um for like three years there, and then we were supposed to go out for the spring again, and then COVID hit, and we just didn't want to play. So, I mean, I guess my vet. I'm, I'll tell you who I'm taking who did it. The per- someone who I don't think played baseball, taking him solely because he looks like he could have been one of the King Griffey Jr. baseball characters. The, you know how it, you play that game? Yeah. Super Nintendo, King Griffey Jr. baseball? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. They had like the different builds. Like the, the, the cartoon Jack person, that's Ashton. <laughs> yeah. yeah ash yeah ash too like oh you know what oh that was a guy we miss ashton roscoe wrestling we missed that completely i could beat him in wrestling though so i'm not really scared of him yeah i could see it i could see actually another visual in my mind of you trying to res- wrestle ashton roscoe is the funniest thing in my mind because i just see you contorted like around his like <laughs> around his arms, like he's just like bending you, and it's like almost like a cartoon. He's like bending you in certain ways. Uh, Ashton Ruska definitely would be probably my number one pick. To I uh, he was a high school wrestler as well, so that's why that makes sense. But also, yeah, his size. Um, <laughs> he would. I, I guess he would look like. Uh, I mean, shit. He he looked like Sammy Sosa. How Sammy Sosa looked uh, back in the day. 
Sammy Sosa was just he, like he, he is our Sammy Sosa. He's the most jacked human being ever, and like he was a, he was not exactly like a uh, six five six six guy. He was a little bit shorter than the rest, but uh, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Also, another guy that uh, was a very good high school football player that we could probably put into all these sports. Austin Perkins. Yeah, Austin yeah, Perkins is an excellent like an athlete, athlete in, in high school. But yeah. I, you know what? I don't. But I'm on top of that. I don't know. It feels like Ashton Roscoe would not be good at baseball. You just feel it. I don't think he'd be good. He just looks like the cartoon character <laughs> build from King Griffey Junior. Baseball. So that's why I'm because it can it can bring back some nostalgia. I think I think baseball would be the only sport where we can't be like, oh, this guy would be good at baseball because baseball is such a skill based sport that we can't pick anyone that would be like a good baseball player because like and that and golf yeah golf yeah. anyone who be good at golf is not good at powerlifting i can guarantee that yeah well i sean noriega and nico flores could swing a really good could could swing a golf club very well uh i can't but they obviously use a little bit of their baseball and like we're able to transition to like driving it long where i only swing it like a baseball bat so I guess if 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 we're counting golf here, those those are also be the uh, the other two guys would be Nico and Noriega on that. But yeah, I, I maybe a venture out. Like there's there's a few guys like Austin Blake, listener to the show. He currently plays baseball collegiately, so there's that. Like uh, as far as powerlifting goes, he's not quite Noriega, but he plays it. Like there's a, there's people who do there's there's quite a bit uh, who play uh, baseball. All right, so that was our baseball team, kind of. We couldn't get a starting nine in there, but that's okay. Uh, boxing. Now, Steffi Cohen, I think, would obviously take it. The one who has a professional fight under her belt. Um, but after that, uh, I didn't know Dan – you have this. I didn't know Dan Clemens played uh, – or uh, it was a mixed martial artist. He did not ever actually compete, but he – practice mixed martial arts you know what though i look at him i could so, see him being a good boxer I'll, I'll, I'll throw him in there i could see him being a good boxer though yeah i could see it like I, I guess this is another one of those things where i guess there's certain people like this boxing is another hard one where i don't think a lot of us would be built for boxing but also there's so many different there's such a wide variety of bodies within boxing like I guess long reach would be the number one thing uh, for boxing, uh, but you don't necessarily have to be tall because you could be a lightweight boxer. You don't have to be short because you could be a middleweight to heavyweight boxer. So I don't know. Is there anyone known in powerlifting that just beats the piss out of people that we can just throw in here? <laughs> that, we, that we know for a fact can throw a really good punch. I think Garrett Fear needs to yeah, learn. I don't know. I can't. Garrett Fear probably needs to learn because he's being threatened. He's always threatened to be, you know, getting his ass kicked at meets. Yes. I, I would say he probably is someone that it would the benefit of boxing would come in handy. Um, he is causing less issues nowadays, but he's definitely had plenty of people that's wanted to fight him. So um, I'm just trying to think like who, who <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got one. Um, going- have you ever seen that video of Austin Perkins channel boxing in the warm-up room? 
No. <laughs> I'll send it. I'll send it. There's like a little video for him in A7. And he's like doing a little like Rocky like shadow boxing kind of thing. Um, I guess, I mean, fuck, that's about as good as we can get in powerlifting right now, aside from Steffi Cohen. I mean, he, he's agile and light on his feet, so I definitely can see him being a great boxer. Yeah. I guess he'd be underrated as a boxer, but he'd be good at it. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be a good, I think he'll be a good boxer. I mean, again, like boxing, like all of us could technically be good boxers. It's, it's just something that. It's not like, oh, your body type is never going to be built for boxing. Like, I think a lot of us, like, can. I mean, shit, we probably would have about as good as a chance of uh, boxing as, like, Eddie Hall and Astro Bjornsson. I think, I think actually, like, if we train us against, like, the mountain, we could probably do something, like, because of his body type being so terribly built right now for boxing. And same thing with Eddie Hall. So I don't know. That's like the. I guess we would have you to go th- ahead and fight Hathor. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna stay on the sideline for that one. I'm not gonna fight Hathor. Well, I, you I wrestle. You against. you wrestle Ash, so, and I'll 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 fight uh, the Mountain. Perfect. I'm taking on the female side. I'm gonna take someone for boxing. The greatest pound for pound venture of all time has to have some punching power in Jennifer Thompson. Yes. Yeah. If she doesn't have a punch, I don't know what that bench is doing. Like, it has to be functional in some way. Yeah, too. And also, another thing, like, he is a athletically built woman, has some good reach there, probably gets some good knockout power, can probably get some behind, like, that, 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 uh, uh maybe a right hand or a left hand just coming down, maybe a cross. Yeah. I mean, this is good. This is going to be the one where we're doing a lot of assumptions here because boxing is a sport where you punch people in the face. And I just don't know, uh, Powerlifting doesn't necessarily yield punching power or punching people in the face. I'll do one for boxing and go back to shot put discus. Take him for either of those. Who? Who did you say? Jake Amendola. Oh. Ooh, boxing though? Amendola. Boxing though? That reach is going to hurt him. He, he like, just needs to land one punch. Just one punch and we're all out. He's got to get inside. Actually, yeah, he would have to, like, just destroy people on the body. He, he would have to go – he would just have to get inside Jake LaMotta style and just, like, go crazy on the body because, yeah, that reach will hurt him a little bit there. That would be – I guess I guess actually, like, a certain, spe- a certain bench specialist would be hurt by that. But, but if I'm going to go, just put him into wrestling, though. Jake Amendola would be a beast wrestler and football player. He very well could. I just don't know his athleticism. What's his what's his actual agility? I, I see him. I, I don't know. He he comes out to me as more of kind of like a shot put kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. I could see but at the I same time, see him. I would not want to fight him. I don't want to be punched by Jake Amendola. Yeah, I could see him being a beast football player and wrestler too. I think he might have had that background. I would have to check again uh, if that's the case, but all right, so boxing. I guess uh, we have a very interesting team with Stephanie Cohen and Dan Clemens. <laughs> and, and also, I, actually, I got one more. I got one more. I don't know how I forgot this one. Dan, Daniela Mello. Oh yeah, yeah. She can actually. So she's one of us who could who like is actually throwing a punch. She's probably like 
he's probably hit something way more than yes, we have. Joel, she's incredibly strong. If it was Sean versus Daniela in a boxing match, I would choose Daniela. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. I would I would too. That's not even a question. All right. Well, it's a pretty solid and we have we have some good hypotheticals there with Austin Perkins being in there. I gotta send you the video. Uh <laughs> All right, we got soccer. <laughs> we got we got soccer coming up. All right, so soccer, there is actually some decent soccer players in powerlifting. I did not know Amanda Lawrence had a soccer background. You had to do a little bit of uh, research on that one. Yeah, I found that. I don't know where I, I forget where I found that. I did a Google search, and it came up that she, I believe, I don't know if she played collegiate soccer. She definitely played high level. Maybe she turned down some, oh, she turned down collegiate offers. Um, Alex Sidor, I believe, plays collegiate soccer. I think you Sidor plays collegiate soccer, and I think you said that Trey Ricard plays collegiate soccer too. I don't know about collegiate soccer. It could have been in the background there too. Uh, I just know like Sidor has confirmed that he plays. Um, Trey is young, so that means like his playing days weren't far removed from him. So it had to be something because he's like 19 years old. So it had to be something that he did relatively recently. Um, yeah, there was there was a good amount of like just uh, soccer players in there, but as far as high level lifters, that would be it. And again, like soccer would be one of those things that, based on the build, like you just have to be athletically built for soccer. And the the, the heights range typically they want someone tall, but really they don't want someone too tall. Like uh, six foot to six three is fine, but even if you're shorter than that, it's fine too. Like even if you look at professionals, um, uh, Steffi Cohen. I know had a really good soccer background as well. I forgot about her. Yeah, she played. If I, I mean, if I'm going outside of who actually has played, I think I'm just going to go have to go international because I don't have any trust in any American. Is being Panagoidis? Panagoidis? How do you say his name? Panagoidis Tainidis? Yeah, you said it way different than me. I was. Yeah, that was. Yeah, uh, that was. Yes. Yeah, Panagoidis. I'm, I'm going with him. All right. I I I know I know he he's a big he's a big I'm gonna go uh, Corolla on the women's side. Well, of course, yeah. So you're gonna take the two uh, European, you know that that I mean, might as well just take the entire Italian team and the entire French team, and they'll probably destroy us even if we have a like a, a soccer background uh, on it. Benny Utis, um, he does like uh, basketball. He's, he's really big into basketball, big into soccer, but he was telling me like how much he loves basketball. So may, maybe that will be one of the, uh, the players there. And again, like Fr- France, as far as basketball goes, are pretty damn good. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it, safe bet would be take an Italian and, uh, take, take, take a Frenchman on that too. Um, to my father's disappointment, I was not a good soccer player. So that was, that upset him. Uh, and, uh, didn't, uh, didn't really, uh, yeah, really, like, wasn't even, like, really good enough to play. Like, I could have probably played high, high school soccer or middle school soccer, but just the level of, uh, coordination that you need, and there's so many different aspects of soccer that's, again, like, it's so hard. It's almost, actually, this is underrated with soccer. I'm gonna get, like, a little nerd on, uh, people with soccer, it's not one of those just like pure athleticism sports. It's one of those sports you really know you have to know how to play in order to be good at it. 
Like, it's not like football where you can just be a super athlete and be good at football. You have to, like, know how to play soccer. Like, Usain Bolt trying to play soccer, and people are like, oh, he can run past everyone. And it's like, no, that's not how soccer works. Like, he had no touch on the ball. And he's played soccer his entire life, but he had, like, no touch. They said he had a touch like a trampoline, and he couldn't play it. So, like, getting a power lifter, deciding who would be a good soccer player, would be really hard because... Like it's it's one it's almost like baseball in that sense where it's really skill based, mixed in with athleticism. Yeah, very and very team based. Like you, Messi on a any team, it doesn't make them all of a sudden good. Like putting LeBron on any team, all, all of a sudden makes them good. Like basketball, you can have one good superstar just take over the game. You, like you said, Usain Bolt, he's going to have to learn how to play within a team format in soccer. Or shit, he's not going to be any good. Yeah, and he wasn't. He 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 did try, and he was not very good. He played at a very low, uh, professional base, and that's what the that's what the, the coaches said. Like he has he has to touch like a trampoline. Whenever the ball hits his foot, it flies, which isn't good. You want to have you want to keep the ball by you the entire time, uh, it, in order to be successful. So, is yeah. I mean, I guess we can go with uh with Caloran Panayotis on that. I mean. There's probably a whole lot of other French and Italian people we can pick out of that. Uh, I mean, uh, Declan down in uh, down in Australia. He's a big soccer guy. The guy does uh, next on the platform. I love him. I don't know enough about him to comment on his soccer skills or his lifting background. Yeah, you know what? Like, uh, you you know what was said a lot? Uh, rugby. A lot of lifters played rugby. Oh, t- yeah, ton. Ton of rugby, which makes sense as well. I mean, that's that equivalent of football in the sense of kind of like the general same builds. Tons of rugby ones. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that would be the uh, the, the two-way light soccer team. Now on to volleyball, which there's quite a bit of volleyball players from male and female side. Um, Bryce Lewis, I believe, played collegially, right? Yeah, I think he's kind of the the poster child of what we think of as volleyball as Bryce. Um, I think you said David Shelton played volleyball, and so did Kristen Dunsmore. Yeah, and I think we had some other ones too. Like we had we had a bunch of usually a lot of volleyball players are dual sport athletes. And I think we had a bunch that were also big volleyball and some other things too. Yeah, a lot of females in there too who like you know if volleyball is one of the sports. If you played basketball growing up as a female, you probably played volleyball a little bit as well. Same thing with softball to volleyball, like. That's why women are prop. You know what? This might be the sport. Like naturally, I think women might be more athletic than men. Oh, okay. Hold on. I I thought about something. Uh, we failed to mention Christina Paraki on the soccer team. I think she's played soccer, but yes, also yes. and played basketball looks, as well. Yes. That was Christina, actually my number one thing. Yeah, Christina Paraki actually might be one of the other like where Christina Lazzo I said might be like one of the best athletes in female powerlifting just in general christina paraki is too like a real legit athletic background from her and also the again build obvious you look at her probably a beast at every single sport that she does um yeah when she was on the show she played quite a bit of sports even like even some uh even some like flag football in there too and like you know just being generally athletic but yeah, volleyball, you would see a lot of, like, uh, females being, you know, dipping into those multiple multiple sports where 
in a sense, they could be just more athletic than men in this scenario. Like, I think if there's a pickup basketball game between, like, some of the elite-level female powerlifters and some of the elite-level male powerlifters, I think it will actually be a close game. Because I have a feeling, like, not as many men in the sport are as coordinated as the females. I see that. That would actually be a very interesting game to put together. I'd like to see that. Or we'll add that to the me versus Ashton and you versus who are you, who are you facing? This, I don't know yeah. how we worked ourselves into this. Your boxing. Yeah. Every you're, you're going to get wrestled by Ashton Rouska. He's going to put you in a cradle. I'm going to get punched in the face by the mountain on game of Thrones. And then everyone else just plays basketball. <laughs> we fucked up. We picked the wrong sports to play at this fictional yep. event. Um, I actually think, I think if you do that, like put males and females, because basketball could be, I mean, there's, you know, basketball, a pickup game basketball could be a shit show, but what would be a blast is a volleyball game between like some of the best, like elite male powerlifters and some of the elite female powerlifters. I actually think that would be a, 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 a close, a close contest. Yeah, I think so. I, I'll actually, I'll even go, because there's sand volleyball in the Olympics, too. I'll tell you my male and female volleyball team. So, we're going to have to go Grant Iverson and Bryce Lewis as my sand volleyball team. Mm-hmm. Grant's got to be the, the, the blocker up front, and then Bryce is like the picker guy. And then on the women's side... I mean, obviously, Kristen does more plays, so she's my picker. And then I'm going to bring back my, my favorite. I just keep going back to her. Dana's going to be my blocker up front. All right. Oh, yeah, that's a little that's easier be my to do. Team. Yeah, that's a little easier to do um, in, uh, in a beach volleyball. So, all right, that's a pretty solid That's a pretty solid uh, beach volleyball team. I think that needs to be done, though, like a beach volleyball game. Between, mm-hmm. uh, between USAPL powerlifters, that'll be pretty good. Um all right, uh, we could have and done that down in day twenty. That would have been perfect. I know we fucked it. Actually, I, I thought we were gonna get a beach football game going, but that never happened. <laughs> too, the people are too busy during nationals. That's what I figured out. There's gotta be like a resort, uh, a resort vacation for uh, powerlifters, where there's no meets. You just like the USAPL pays for your vacation, <laughs> but it has to be within the USAPL. It has to be all of us going at once. I think uh, I think that's the only chance it could truly happen. Also, it would be great. It would be so funny. Actually, it wouldn't be funny. It would be terrible, but also comedic. If someone was playing beach volleyball or beach football, and they, like, rolled their ankle, and they couldn't compete, and that was the reason why they couldn't compete was because they were doing something totally stupid and irresponsible. It would be one of the most embarrassing things ever. Yeah, and that would be the way to get injured as a power lifter is just some raining. I've had, I think, I've had three people I've coached who've decided they just wanted to see how fast they could sprint and tore a hamstring, like straight up like bruising hamstring tear from doing they were going to try sprinting one day and not realizing that they hadn't done that since high school and they probably needed this build up to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we diff as power lifters. Yeah, well, we don't we don't move well after uh, five years of just heavy lifting. Yeah, I mean, well, certain new levels got a basketball hoop outside, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh god, the amount of injuries are going to happen if one pickup game breaks out. 
is going to be like astronomical because it's just, I know there are people who haven't been playing sports. So I'm like, okay, resist the urge to play pickup basketball because it is an extremely fun thing to do. But also I know what I've been doing for the past five years and that's uh, not anything like with explosive type of uh, type of uh, training that will like put my Achilles heels and hamstrings and quads into any sort of good shape. So I just do the old guy thing. I just go outside by myself and dribble the ball around and take like 10 foot jumpers and I, I go back inside. That's how I get my basketball fix out of the way. Normal warm up, coin it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, the last one, I mean, you want you want to run through all the football players that play or did we do it at the beginning? Because there's a ton of football players. We already did it at the beginning. I just had that listed because we had so many football. Yeah, like we even had, the guys we you didn't even mention. I mean, we can we can plug them in. Like like Kamar Royster played collegiate football. Justin Rogers played collegiate football. So like, there's just some like that's just some athleticism. Uh, Jamal Browner was a very good football player too. Jamal Browner actually could be in a lot of Olympic uh, sports. Yeah, I mean he's just a big athletic guy. He's obviously got long wingspan. He's on the taller end of the spectrum. So, oh yeah, for sure. I would throw him on a basketball team too. If I was doing a pickup game basketball, he would definitely be a pick. I'll have him and Garrett go at it. Let's see. Let's see who wins that battle. I'll actually use Jamal as a segue. I'll use Jamal's segue to a point I wrote down. Is that I mean maybe it's just our audience because we we obviously have more a little bit more of a USAPL audience, but we had way more tested lifters seemingly coming from an athletic background than untested. And even looking at the names too on untested, because I tried to pick some out. I, I don't know of too many that had a strong athletic background. Um, and I think there's a couple, I think possibly one it is because of our audience, but I think too, like when you come from a background of athletics, which is drug free and drug tested, you tend to bias yourself towards tested lifting, which then lends itself to like, we said it, I think on this podcast that tested lifting has the best power lifters in the world based off of the best talent pool. And you even mm-hmm. see like most, a lot of the best untested lifters like Jamal Browner and John Hack and Yuri Belkin, they come from tested power lifting. Um, I think, I, I don't know. I'm making, I'm making the assumption based off of this, that yeah. that kind of is another kind of notch on the belt that the, the, the most genetic, the, the best talent pool is actually on the tested lifting side. Yeah, I know we're probably missing some people from the test uh, untested side too. Just, I mean, again, this is our audience, so like this is we, we reach out to people. But I'm almost positive Stacy Burr was a pretty good softball player. Um, I I think I read that somewhere, or like he's mentioned it once that she played softball throughout high school and uh and really like throughout her entire life. Uh, an, a really good athlete on the untested side of powerlifting as a female is Jessica Springer. Jessica Springer is an absolute badass. Like it actually, if there was any sport we were playing in powerlifting, Jessica Springer would probably dominate most, uh, definitely the females, but also like many of the males, like good, good athlete. I think she even played, uh, she played, uh, in a females league football. She played like female football and female football leagues and a very high level too. So, I mean, there's some, it's just like, yeah, our, our demographic won't really, like, reach out. I still think there would be a good amount of football players. I know uh, J.P. Carroll, J.P. Carroll on the untested side, he was a semi-pro football player, uh, played for a while. He, you know, he uh, he got into that, like, during college, too. Um, 
Yeah, I, Kevin Oak. We we mentioned him on the thing, you know, prior. I don't think John Hack did any. Which he was, I mean, but like, I but also like Jamal Browner started off in the tested side too. So and same thing with Hack. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll probably get told. I, I mean, we still we didn't talk to as many. But I just keep. I don't know. I'm sticking with that. I'm still even even if that was in the correlation. I'm still sticking with the the the, the best genetics and the highest talent pool is on the tested side of powerlifting. And I think we just see that whenever we see that switch over, they hop on, they end up dominating the untested side fairly quickly. Yep. Yeah. And that was, uh, that was something me and uh, Dennis Cornelius talked about, like what the, what the records books, what the record books will look like if any IPF world champion decided to hop on gear. Uh, so yeah, I, I would agree with you on that take there, but all right, they'll, that'll do it for our little, um, a little Olympic episode here, another two highlights classic where it's an episode not really covering powerlifting or, you know, no breaking news or anything to really go in this week. Just something that'll take you into the weekend, something for you to listen to. And like, what the, all right, I guess, uh, I guess we now know who the, uh, the, the Olympians of powerlifting would be. Um, unless you have any other break, unless uh, there was news breaking while we were doing this, you have anything uh, that you want to close out on Steve? Uh, just next week, I think we're doing the, uh, the so be ready for that. And we've got the Texas Barbell Syndicate meet coming up August 7th. So mm-hmm. we're about two and a half weeks out from that, I think, right now. Yep. And uh, next Wednesday, I will be in Houston, Texas. So we can actually potentially uh, see what's going on for a in-person slash Zoom interview with uh, you, Mark, and I um into that one so i you know like the the move will be official next week as we're recording this is my last day in illinois for a while so uh getting stuff packed out also that's important for two white lights because i will be act an, on an actual vacation like not me on daytona beach which is not a vacation because i had the power lift the entire weekend and do all their stuff for two white lights I'll be on an actual vacation for two days uh so there might be an interview possibility Sunday as I fly into Houston, but that Monday show where we typically have an interview, uh, there might not be one. So next week might just have that Texas Barbell Syndicate preview show coming up. And um, yeah, and then after that, it'll be uh, pretty much the, uh, the, the regular old two white lights format. But yeah, actual vacation coming up for me. So haven't been on one of those in a really long time. Every time I go out of state, it's because of powerlifting. I know you're exactly like that as well. That's going to change, though. I plan on doing more. We shall see if that actually comes to fruition. Sweet. All right. Well, looking forward to that. Um, That will do it for Two White Lights. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.